Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com careers. At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. Happy Monday to the morning show right here on Main Street TV, where we are here with our good friend Sam from Sam from Search. Sam from Search. How funny. I'd never right. noticed that before. Sam from Search. Here we are. And we're going to talk about the month of November, mm -hmm. not October, November being uh, lung disease month. Yeah. So what's going on, buddy? Well, um, you know, just trying to bring some uh, light to issues that, you know, a lot of Americans and a lot of, you know, people in our community uh, suffer from, such as like COPD, um, you know, and of course, like RSV going through um, the younger, ch you know, children and through the older adults, 60 and older. So. You know, and, and as, li as living here in Appalachia, um, there is a high prevalence of smoking and, and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, heart disease is rough, um, because of the smoking and other things, but, yep. um, that also lung disease goes along with that. So we are, I'd say that our numbers down here are pretty high. Yeah. You know, I, I made the joke earlier. It's like the chemical foothills of Appalachia. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's just so many, you know, so many like, uh, big corporations, you know, filtering into our air and stuff. So, yeah, we do a lot with uh, with that. So. Yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of factors. Yeah, lots that come of factors, play. especially pollen and you know any of that kind of stuff too. But yeah, tell me know, about that. Yeah, that's why my that's why I'm sounding a little uh, you know froggy this morning, just because. I'm like, yeah, does allergy going, season ever go away? I don't think here so anymore. It just, it just gets worse at the end of the year for me. Like yeah. it's always the worst between September and like February for me. So. I'm just waiting. I get I get sick every year at Thanksgiving, so I'm just waiting. I'm just like literally. I'm like, okay, here it's coming. <laughs> but I think it has a lot to do with that. Yeah, definitely. Just and especially with uh, the warmer weather in between of all this, yeah. it's like they even the wasps don't know how to act. I know. It's like wait, it was it frosted already. Why are the wasps like still attacking my house right now? It's like, still got. Flipping yellow jackets flying yeah. around. I'm like, do you not know that the Apple Festival is over? That's what I keep right. telling them because it's like that's always like premier yellow jacket like what time and then they disappear. I'm like, the Apple Festival has been over for like a month and a half. Go, Go away. away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah. I, one of the other uh, chronic lungs is like you know asthma. I don't know if you have anybody, but you know my. 
uh, fiance, she deals with asthma too. So it's like, and you know, and of course, like we were talking on the radio, uh, smoking is like a big, you know, issue for COPD and, you know, with asthma, I mean, it's definitely, um, something that can affect it in a very negative way. And like, sure. you know, we mentioned earlier, so yeah, you know, if you can stop, I mean, vaping is not a safe alternative either, but, um, yeah, gum and nicotine patches maybe help. I, we <laughs> I've could, never uh, had much luck with those things. But. We could <laughs> <laughs> we could do um, a whole show on this whole vaping madness. Oh. Don't even get me started. But anyway, that's, right. again, neither here nor there. Although it is here nor there when it comes to... Here. Yeah. yeah. COPD. Yeah, or especially. Yeah. lung issues. Yeah, and I mean, you know, COPD can affect a lot of things. I mean, even um, vacations, right? Like my dad and I, we... Uh, some of the radio guys we drove or flew out to uh, Colorado to go um, visit my brother who was in the Air Force uh, stationed in Wyoming and the altitude also affected it really badly for him he was down for like three days I think it was yes. just laying in the hotel like I can't move I feel I'm like what's going on and then he's like oh I, I think it's you know my COPD and I was like yeah. that was the first time I think I really I, he had said he had had it before but I think that was the first time I really saw like the detrimental like effects that it can have on a person, especially you know if you're an older adult who doesn't, um, who aren't, who isn't able to move around a whole lot. Right. But. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing either, and um, had a family member go out to Nevada or somewhere. It was like up in the up in the mountains, and came home very deathly sick. Right. And, I mean, and this ended is, up in the hospital. Yeah, and this is a guy because who, of the altitude. <laughs> and he, you know, my dad grew up in West Virginia, so I mean, you would think, you know like mountains sort of yeah, range, but it's, you'd be used to but it. These are, yeah, no, the Rockies are, aren't anything to, it's a whole with. other situation. Oh, yeah. 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 And I, again, I didn't know that was a thing until that's what the doctor said when, when they got back. But mm -hmm. anyway, so what are some of the things that we need to focus on for lung disease month? Um, you know, there's lots of, uh, information, especially on like websites, like you can go to, you can go to lung.org and you can find out, you know, some preventative sort of measures of, um, you know, recognize and manage your triggers. Um, you know, you're able to, okay. um, you know, it's there also the, is it the, yeah, it's on that same like lung.org. Um, you can, there's a, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a thing that says, what is asthma animation? And it can actually show you like the visuals of what's happening when someone is having a, an asthma attack okay um, so yeah that's pretty cool um you know but then you also need to understand like the value of an asthma or action plan um because if someone's having a fit like what is your course of action to help that person or that's a good idea sort of thing? just yep. as any other thing you know seizures or anything that's that affects yep. somebody you should be yeah, there especially to help if them. they're close i mean but it's also i think good it's just good random knowledge to kind of have, yeah. right, as a person, just because, I mean, you, you know, you might be at Walmart or you might be at a restaurant somewhere, right, and an, an attack might happen to somebody. Um, you know, I know one thing is, like, you know, coffee sort of helps, like, people with asthma attacks, I guess. It's like really? The, it's the caffeine that helps open up the... So you'd think it would be vice versa, wouldn't you? You would think, yeah. Huh. But, I mean... You know, don't take me on that. I've just, I've seen it in movies, just right? Like, <laughs> I, get, I read it on the internet. It's true. Yeah, yeah everything's true on the internet. <laughs> no, asthma, uh, we had a, a, a pediatrician actually in not too long ago, and we were talking about things that affect, I mean, children per se, but um, somehow we got on the asthma subject, and I was like, you know, 
I don't even know. I, I know asthma exists and I know people have trouble breathing, but like, what is it and how, you know, how is it um, triggered and all that? And so she went over it a little bit, but um, I think that you just need to find your own personal triggers when it comes to some of these things. Right. Yeah. And preventative care. I mean, you know, we say this every time I come on air, right? Like preventative care is super important. It's, you know, talk with your doctor. Um, and again, if you're not happy with the level of care, then find someone else. Then find like, another doctor. Yeah. I mean, even nothing to do with the whole, you know, uh, asthma or anything like that. But I mean, I was going through some issues uh, recently and like I basically just switched specialists because I wasn't happy with um, my care. And so like, that's your right. So you're absolutely to do that. If you're not your own advocate, who's going to be exactly. So, yeah. um, okay. So what did you say? Lung dot. Oh yeah. It's lung.org. Lung.org. Yeah, you can find all sorts of information, especially okay. on like RSV, uh, cause that's super prevalent, um, in younger children and definitely like older adults, like the 60 and older, but yeah. Um, yeah. Babies really bad with the RSV. Too, I hear that so. this, you know, and that's something that you didn't used to hear a lot about, I feel like. Right. And now all of a sudden this RSV is like everywhere. Yeah. It, I, I don't even, yeah, I didn't, I don't even know if I knew what it was before I started hearing about it. Like recently, a right? few like, years ago. Yeah. yeah and now like, it's like really bad. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, the flu like, that was around for, I mean, I haven't had the flu and I don't know how many, I don't, I think it was a kid the last time that that happened, oh. but you know, it's, but it's still around, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's, this just seems to be another sort of thing. Like even with, uh, you know, COVID and different things, it's like, it's going to be around and it's just basically going to become, you know, the flu vaccine, like the flu vaccine. Like it's just going to be a thing now. Right. So, according to the CDC. And so. we're just, you know, and you just need to keep boosting yourself, I guess, if that's, you know, if you want to, and if you don't cool, like, yeah, it's up to you. I mean, no judgment. You know, we're just here to, you know, give you numbers and educate. That's about all I can do. I'm not here to persuade or, yeah. Right. Right. We're just do. telling you the facts. So is that lung.org? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. The American Lung Association. Yep. You know, lung screenings are also important. Um, you know, this month, uh, some of the counties are offering uh, free lung screenings. Like there was one last Friday in Meg's. And so you can go on to, I, I believe Holzer is having some of them. Or um, also if you go to your health department website, you can find um, some of those dates. So what's well. a lung screening, Sam? So basically they just check your, uh, your airways to make sure if, like there's nothing obstructing or if you have like a sound of raspiness or they can find like some sort of polyps or anything like that. Okay. Lung screening. So, I mean, it's also a good for like early cancer detection. Yeah. Good things. So. Yeah. And, and let's just be honest, you don't have to be a smoker to get lung cancer. I mean, it's, no. it's a thing. No, minors have gotten it. People yeah. who didn't smoke, uh, you know, especially if you're uh, breathing in the silicate and all those sort of things, um, you know, working in plants. Um, you know, my friend just started at DuPont as a pipe. He's a pipe fitter yeah. sort of person. And yeah, they literally told him like, you'll probably end up, if you work here, you'll probably end up with cancer. And it's like, Oh, Great. Well, like, great. Like, this is pre. This is how we're really going to hire. It's like, yeah. who's the recruiter, right? <laughs> Telling folks that you're going to get cancer if you work here. Just like, pray it's this kind and not that kind. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> That's weird. Thank you, Dylan, for showing yeah. that. Um, he's the man. He's always on top of he it. He is on top of it. Yes, you're right. Are you eating vegetables yet? Okay. So I gave oh, it a wait. go. You were supposed to bring some stuff. 
Dang it. Yeah. Maybe maybe next time. Next time. I remember. I did try some vegetables. It was terrible. I did not enjoy that t- zero out of ten experience. Would mm. not recommend. I always recommend. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan. What are we going to do? Did we decide any vegetable that you like? Uh, I mean, I like corn and stuff. But That's like corn and stuff. It's corn and stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you like potatoes? Yeah, I had potato soup yesterday, actually. Do you like carrots? Uh, I mean, there's if you put like the sugar carrots like Ponderosa used to have, those were good. I don't remember those. I, I just remember the chicken wings from Ponderosa. <gasps> Dude, those were so and, good. And I don't care. Like some bars or restaurants will have like the, they call them zingers, I think, uh-huh. or something where they're like breaded wings, but yeah. they're not the same. No. Ponderosa, like I don't know what they were doing to those things, but <laughs> they, they were really awesome. They had potatoes too. Mm-hmm. They had like really good mashed potatoes too, and they had like so many different gravy options. Man, that was awesome. It's uh, probably a good thing. Nostalgia of childhood. While I was there. Yeah. Just glistening in my eyes right now, just remembering. Uh, R.I.P. Ponderosa. R.I.P. Yeah. I don't think there are anymore either. I think there's a one in Chillicothe. Is there? They might have shut it down though during COVID when that I whole, don't, you know, no buffets. There's a Golden Corral. It's not the same. I did see, okay, so this is really weird. This is totally off topic, but yeah. since we brought up we food. Always, yeah, we always do this. I okay. saw <laughs> this morning, there's like this guy and he's sitting there and he's like, and I've got my ham and my turkey and my roast beef. And he had like all of it folded pretty on a plate and like mashed potatoes and stuffing. And I'm like, where is this guy getting this? Like, what is it? And it was a Golden Corral commercial. And I was like. Or we always if only the, we always call it the golden cow because like cow. all the people from church go there so it's like but then they bend over so it's like bowing to the buffet oh. I don't know. it's always just a little because you know <laughs> it's always good to go to a buffet after you've had a global pandemic it's <laughs> yeah, right. such a brilliant idea so i have a funny buffet story mm-hmm. and then we'll get back to copd and okay stuff. so uh this is why i i don't buffet <laughs> very well so we are out in Las Vegas at Caesar's Palace, mm-hmm. and they had like a really nice, pretty buffet. And I was with my dad. I was with my husband, my dad, and his wife. And dad's a huge buffet person. So I mean, just like hit all he he could write a book on buffets in Vegas. Like that's his jam. He doesn't really gamble much. He just eats at buffets. So we're at the Caesar's Palace buffet, and our seat was kind of like on the other side of where people went down the line so you could kind of just like see what people were doing and whatever and so we're walking down and this lady (laughs) um just like vegas vacation picks up the spoon like tastes the stuff and sticks the spoon back in the whatever it was i say it's mashed potatoes i don't know right and i'm sitting there and i'm like and my husband's going, shut up. Just sh- don't say it. Just shut up. And I was like, no, I can't shut up. Like, I cannot. Like, that, I can't. Oh, no. So I call someone over, and I'm like, hey. And it was like a manager. And I was like, I just wanted to tell you, like, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, okay, we'll take care of it. And you know what they did? Change the spoon out, yes. but not the pan. Yes. <laughs> One hundred percent. Then I really lost my stuff, and my husband is just like, "Please don't, please, just shut up." 
I'm like, no. <laughs> so then I was just like, I'm done. I can't. That actually, true story. You can't I, make that up. I, I think I've honestly, I mean, I'm guilty of hitting like, especially like the Chinese buffets. But like, I've always, like, I've always been kind of sketched out. Like, I've never eaten the rice from the buff. Like, it's the white rice. I've never eaten it from the buffets. Why? Because, well. When I was in, I was taking my serve safe in culinary school. Yeah. The, the guy who was like over the whole state was giving teaching the class, and he's like, "So everything that comes out as far as like the food, it's in a hot wok or it's in a you know a hot you know deep fryer. Yeah. So like, they and it's those things are going quickly, but the rice just sits there in the little steamer thing all day long, and like they probably don't you know half the time uh. don't change it, and so that's Usually, if you get food poisoning from a like Asian buffet or something, then that's what it's from. The most, rice, most of the time, yeah. Not the well, fried rice, I guess, would be fried. Fried but, rice would be slightly or, okay, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I get it's it. Just the regular white rice, and so ever since I, <laughs> I'm like, give me the noodles, or you know, I'm like, love those green beans too. You know, the yeah. little garlicky soybean or soy sauce green beans. Yeah, pretty tasty. But. It is. All right, there's your buffet 101. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, we mentioned the health department stuff. It's still food safety. It is. See? You're exactly right. (laughs) Um, Okay, so what are some of the, I guess, what are some of the things we want to get across here for for Lung Disease Month? I mean, you know, in Ohio, adults diagnosed with uh, COPD is around like 800,000 per year. So it's like 793,185, I believe crap. is the actual number. Is it really? Mm-hmm. And then the mortality of that is uh, 6,313 people die per year from lung, like COPD or lung, you know, related diseases. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, and it's a huge cost too. It's like $1.3 billion for treatment. I'm looking um, down here. It says approximately 5% of adults in America are living with COPD. That's a high number. That's a pretty high number. Yeah. So what do we do to prevent it, Sam? Well, you know, it, it, it's pretty much like onset, right? So you just kind of, you have it and it's basically just managing. There's not really, I don't think there's... You don't get cured from it. I don't think so. It's just more or less, you know, like, again, managing uh, what's going on, um, you know, getting with your healthcare providers, uh, you know, researching, doing your own, like, sort of uh, preventative cares, having a treatment plan in case something does happen. Um, you know, like my dad, who has COPD, and then my uh, fiance, who has um, asthma, they both carry around, like, inhalers. So there's... Yeah, there's things that you can have to yeah. help um, in case something does happen where you can't breathe. But. And identifying your triggers, I think, is is you know a very important thing mm-hmm. because especially with um, those kind of things where you can't literally breathe, um, right. asthma just blows my mind. I, it's just like it comes and goes. Like it's so strange. Does your fiance know kind of what triggers hers to to start or? Um, it's usually like this time of year is the worst. That I, it, it's the most time I see her. You know, so between like now and, you know, the end of like spring. Right. But once it's like summer and things are a little more dry, yeah, then it seems to be, um, a little bit better, but still like there's, you know, there's a lot of humidity around. Right. So that can still affect it as well. Um, you have, so the other issue is like we have gas heat, right. And so sure. gas heat allows a lot of dry air which affects me, right? I can't handle the dryness. Yes. 
she's on the opposite. The dryness actually is good. good for her, right? Yeah. So talking about like sleeping with humidifiers on or anything like that. So that's like basically fluid into the air and yes. that can help. That can like be detrimental to people with Interesting. COPD and things. So yeah. you have to find your happy medium in there. Got to find the right? happy medium. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we just sleep in separate parts of the house. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello over yeah. there. But I think, you know, even, uh, we, yeah, we, I think we touch on something around this every time too, but smoking, you know, the vaping, like all that stuff, it's, you know, it, it's very hard to um, deal with these lung, you know, diseases if you're a heavy smoker or even if you're a light smoker. Yeah. So what do we do about the smoking thing? Um, they say, I've never really been a smoker, so... They say, though, that it's like the hardest thing in the world to stop. So is there help for people out there? Yeah. Um, you know, if you choose to stop. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously stop, the, the I mean, key. There's, you know, uh, the tobaccofree.org sort of thing. So you try to, you can go there, find information. Um, Jackson County Health Department has a program itself. Meigs County has a program as well. So, really? Yeah, you can you know, get free help with, uh, yeah, stop smoking, you know, different... <laughs> You know, there's talk to your doctor. Yeah. Talk to the health department. Yeah, the doctor, the health department. I mean, there's lots of free programs and it's a lot less expensive to get help and to stop than it is to keep going. Because, I yeah. mean, Lord, the way, especially the price of cigarettes, you know, I mean, telling myself again, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a smoker and my cigarettes are like 10 something a pack and it's crazy. Like, I'm, shut up. Yeah, for the American spirits. And I think that, oh, it's like organic and it's, uh, they're better for they're me better for <laughs> to me. suck right. into my lungs. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's not. And then, you know, and, and again, like I'm my, my sort of swing just comes and goes. It's like, all right, well, yeah, I might make it up to like a half a pack a day or something, but then I'll go like days without doing it. So it's just kind of, I don't know. I, I look at trying to stop anything or, you know, same with if you're in recovery of anything, like even if you were at a pack and you go down to a half a pack, that is still progress. It's yeah, yeah, it's still progress. You know, you're not. Yeah, it's like recycling. If mm -hmm. Choose one thing. If it's aluminum cans, that you it, anything that you can do to Eliminate. like lessen, you know, yeah. it's it doesn't it doesn't have to be everything. It just less. I'm, I'm telling you, even giving up like uh, sugar. I mean, my whole goal has been to be less fat by 40. And so I'll be 40 in January. And, you know, I've given up. Uh, try to give up like soda, yep. stuff like that. What's Sugar's that? tough, and I love Coke, like Coca Cola, like it's so, that and Dr Pepper. Like those are my two. Listen, and then Coke ski. Zero is a is a fair option. It is it is <sighs> fair. I can't I can't do it. I you tried. can't do diet, but Coke I, Zero is okay. Yeah, I tried to do the Coke Zero. I just I couldn't do it. So I, I just said rather stop. When I did the whole when I. Yeah, I, I agree. But when I started, stopped with the sugar situation, which, by the way, is probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life because you don't realize how addicted you are to sugar. Um, that's in everything. Probably for another show. But I did give up, which I didn't drink a lot of soda anyway, but like I did switch to like Coke Zero because like probably once a week I'll drink like a soda. And, um, I was uh, at a friend's house the other day and he had just like regular Coke. And I was like, oh, can I have one of those? And it just tasted weird to me now because I'm used to the Coke Zero. Yeah. Um, I was doing pretty well until I stopped at, I think uh, <laughs> I was down here 
at the health department doing some things and then I was driving back up towards Wellston and there's like the little Amish store over there. Yes. So I, I stopped there to get like some apples for my deer, for the deer that are running around my yard. And then I look over and gleaming in the beautiful sunlight was like the throwback ski. <laughs> I was going to say, tell me you didn't get ski. Oh, and, <laughs> and I was like, oh, you, no. You and to. so I did. I did. I had to uh, because there, I'd also been talking about ski to like uh, a couple of my friends and they'd never had it before. I'm like, oh, it's definitely like, you know, Meg's Jackson sort of sort of thing right and so oh yeah i had so it's I, like I, a cult thing it is i bought it and then i took it over to them they're just like oh this is like a way better mountain dude i'm like yeah yes but because of the natural like it has natural sugars or or yeah. not natural sugars sorry but it has the natural, some fruit juice in yeah, it yeah the fruit juice <laughs> I'm like, i don't like, know so how much, much but, but it like, says so on the label but so it's crazy because like you know been trying to monitor like i said my weight and like my weight actually went up by like five pounds just by drinking <laughs> that, that stuff and i'm like oh no like this is not good no. so we finally got through you know all of us got through the cans and i'm like all right I'll, that's it I'm back. Like, done yeah because you know i gotta save some like you know fa- like the little wiggle room for uh thanksgiving right? yeah like pumpkin pie of- and stuff yeah the important things you know the, not the empty calories you know i need the the good wholesome the, the pumpkin pie calories <laughs> and whipped cream and all that yeah exactly so are you uh uh that's a good one so i saw i was reading an article the other day that said that um americans are starting to cheat on pumpkin pie a little bit at thanksgiving and go toward um either pecan or apple pies i i think i've always been a, a bigger advocate for the pecan pie so, so is my husband he loves pecan I pie love it. um i i even saw one of my friends from uh culinary school she made these like pecan cupcakes but then she had like these little mini pecan pies like stuck to like a little wedge like stuck to the top yes and i was like oh, like i need this like yes. if like if i ever get like married or if i ever i was like this is it yeah like this you're, is the one. you're doing this yeah <laughs> i feel you dylan are you a pumpkin pie fan We'll get a vegetable in him. You know, I do like pumpkin pie, but my absolute favorite has to be Jerry's Jamestown peanut butter pie. Oh, I have never had that. Yeah, but oh, it is so good. It's Jerry's just, uh, Jamestown Market is a kind of a family-owned grocery store here in Jackson, and they also have like a deli and make really delicious things. He's got several people like, that make like really cool stuff over there. I do like peanut butter pie. You'll have to let me know where that is. Yeah, like I'll never turn down pumpkin pie, but man, that stuff is great. And it's available all year, too. Like, I mean, I know so is pumpkin pie, but that's kind of themed. Like, this is anytime. Oh, man. It's great. I mean, I'm a bigger fan of pie than I am, like, cake or anything as well. Like, Mm -hmm. I I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just glazed over a bit for the pies. We've talked about buffets. We talked about. Ponderosa chicken wings. I'm gonna have to go get some lunch after this. I know, right? Right. No. Okay. So back to back to (laughs) lung. Yeah. Yeah. I think one we haven't really talked Um, a whole lot would be the um, RSV, right? Um, Yes. Yeah. It's uh, it can affect people of all ages, but you know, again, prominently younger infants and older adults. Um, you know, there's immunizations, there's care now, you know, can, you know, I mean, you can be hospitalized from these things. So yes. yeah, just trying to be on top of it. And, uh, again, preventative care. That's what we preach all the time. Right. 
exactly. Absolutely. So talk to your doctor about, or, or again, go to the health department, use it as a resource. Um, yeah. You know, that's why you're here, but. Um, yeah, we know, like to talk. Talk obviously. about vaccines. Talk about all of these things. You like to what? <laughs> I said, most of us like to talk, obviously. Like, <laughs> talk all day, but you know, I, yeah, it's just talk and having that information available is like super awesome. I mean, you know, there's, we, we, we are definitely at an age where, um, you know, the government or whatever is really, I do see a lot of like pushing for sure. a healthier society and, and things. And so, um, you know, and that, and a lot of that is like, but if we can just get the healthcare system like taken care of, like, man, like, I think we could be a lot, definitely a lot better. Yeah, but. absolutely. And, um, I know like back to the RSV thing, am I crazy on this or are they saying if you, are like a caretaker even of like babies and, and, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that you should get that vaccine just so you're not passing it on to them, to, not necessarily for yourself. Right. Yeah. Because you might not have any, I mean, just like COVID, I mean, right. you may not have any symptoms yourself. You may be asymptomatic, but you can still transfer that. I mean, whether it's through hands or, you know, airborne. Right. So you got to think about so. protecting those that you're mm-hmm. around all the time. Yep. So, Definitely. you know, and, I think COVID was probably the first time that we heard that kind of thinking. You know, it's typically, well, take your flu shot so you don't get the flu. No, it's more like take it so you're not passing it to other people. Makes a lot more sense. 100%. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, again, we, you know, I, I personally never had any issues. I mean, I had, I think I've never, I haven't even gotten a recent like booster, but I've had, you know, two and I'm like, all right, I, but I still haven't had any issues. I had way more issues with the vaccine than I, like, I was just tired after it. And, you know, and I ended up taking like, I think like a four hour nap. I was cold. Um, but you know, I, I would rather go through, you know, four to five hours of being right feeling weird or being uncomfortable than going months on a ventilator or, right. you know, having or dying. to see my, yeah. Or, or killing know, someone else. Or, yeah. Being, yeah. So no, no, I'm with you. I don't, this is, we shouldn't be talking about this since you're with the health department, but I don't, I'm just not sure about this whole, like, keep updating the COVID booster thing. I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. I'm not, you know, um, <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like, I'm with I you. Either, I did right? like, like the initial situation and that booster. And then I'm kind of like, I'm good for right now. Yeah. I mean, it's the, but the problem is it's going to, it's here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's here to stay for as long as, you know, it keeps very, you know, the, and the reason why there's the new variants coming out is because the, the you know, it keeps mutating. Sure. And so you have to keep, a, try to stay ahead of the game in order to, you know, prevent casualties, right? And right. so, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it always comes back to like just, you know, you choose what you feel is yeah. best for you. Um, you know, and, and no one should be, no one, sh- I, in my opinion, should make that choice, no matter what your healthcare option is, you know, male, you know, male, female, kid, like, you know, whatever it is. You should like be you, your own. Yeah, you should, you should have, auto- I think it's autonomy, right, yeah. is like the word. So, yeah, I believe everyone should have the, the choice to do their own care. I mean, you know, if, whatever, I mean. Okay, are there laws to prevent us from wearing seatbelts? But yeah, because it saves like lives or whatever. But I mean, if you don't wear a seatbelt, then that's on you, right? Yeah. Like, 
for your sure. choice. But <laughs> the guy, I, I remember hearing a story about uh, speaking of the seatbelt thing, right? Hers, remember hearing a story about the guy who was like a huge advocate um, against when the seatbelt laws came into place. Yeah. Literally died in a car wreck from not wearing a seatbelt. So, not saying anything, but eh. There you go. Who knows? Yep. Wear your seatbelt. Take yeah. care of your lungs. Yeah. Theme of the day. Theme of the day. Seat and, belts and don't lungs. eat rice at the buffet. Don't eat, don't eat rice. Yeah. Steamed rice at the buffet. Yeah. yeah. Get the frog legs. Those are fine. But, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> eat all the weird stuff you want, just not the rice. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, Sam, is there anything else you wanted to to tell our viewers? We do have uh, Pete and Jeremiah in the wings. They're uh, chomping at the bit to tell us about some news from the weekend. No, I, I think just to reiterate that, you know, there are lung screenings yes. going on in um, multiple counties around us. So, you know, if you uh, want to find out that information, just go to the health department's websites. Like, I think even Jackson County is definitely updating stuff. Ross County, Pike, you know, Lawrence. Um, Benton and you know definitely Megs. Like I said, Megs had one on Friday this past week, and then there's um, some other ones coming up. But they're free. Um, take advantage of it. Um, you know, just it's always good just to get checked out. Absolutely, and you know they do have um, websites. I called the health department the other day to ask something about a septic system, and mm-hmm. they said, um, "Have you looked at our website?" And I'm like, um, "No." no. Because all of that information that you just asked me is on the website. It's, they were very kind about it, yeah, but I'm right. like, never even crossed my mind to look yeah, at the health department website. It's 2023. Duh. You would, yeah, <laughs> like, you would think that, we that would be the first up, thing right? that you would think of, but um, yeah. But I mean, I don't know, I'm like you though. I'd rather just talk to somebody. Yeah. Because I can read information, but it's almost like I don't. I mean, look, we made the joke earlier. Don't believe everything you read on the internet, <laughs> It's right? on the so, internet. must be true. So it's like if I have someone actually telling me, then I'm like, all right, like that's some valid information. Yep. So. <laughs> there you go. Well, Sam, um, thank you for coming yes. coming by. And Thanks again, check me. with check with your local healthcare providers or the health department or whatever on, um, again, taking care of your lungs this month. Um, and, of course, all year long, but this is – you know, lung month, and we want to make sure that you focus on that. So, yeah, take care of your lungs, breathe easy, everyone. So, yeah, there you go. Thanks for having me. I love it. All right. <laughs> thanks, Sam. Thank you. All right, boys, you can come on over. Whoever wants to come next, we've got to let Sam get back to Meg's County. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's coming over? Oh, you're coming together. Well, then somebody brings their own chair. <laughs> They're coming together. All right. Well, while we're getting set up, Dylan, let's do that weather forecast. If you have it fixed up. There it is. And I'm actually looking pretty good for this week, which is, um, again, we're in like the middle of November and um, we're still in the 60s and upper 60s. So we'll take it. Uh, But yeah, it looks like 63 today with some sunshine in the forecast tomorrow. Highs of 60 with some partly cloudy skies. And Wednesday and Thursday up in the upper 60s. So, yes, looking good for this time of the year. So, there you go. All right, boys. um, It is Monday, and you all are here to tell us about all of things news. Okay. Well, actually. Wait, why are you so close and so far away from me? 
Um, I don't know. We, you just talked about diseases and stuff, didn't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of feeling a little bit weird. Okay. All right. Maybe we need to scoot in. <laughs> okay. All right. How's hey, this? there you go. All okay. Right. We're, now we're, we have symmetry. Yes, symmetry. All I right. like that. All, all right. Well, <laughs> Friday was Veterans Day, as yeah. you know. Yes, it was. And so we're going to uh, look in the rearview mirror and talk about, uh, Jeremiah and I, about some of the Veterans Day celebrations. And I will say this. Okay, I'm localized. I'm Jackson and Vinton Counties, you know, the news editor. I don't live anywhere else, but I will say this. Jackson and Vinton County do a great job celebrating, observing, and respecting Veterans Day. Absolutely. Uh, Public ceremonies, uh, most if not all schools do some great programs in there. Um, it is just a, a, an annual reminder. It shouldn't be a ho-hummer. It's an annual reminder about uh, the importance of veterans, the respect that they deserve. Yes. You know, they put their, you know, they, their lives go on a different track. They have to go away from home, you know, for a good part of their lives. Uh, they might have to step up in a situation where they put their lives on the line, just like, you know, our safety forces do. And so you can't, you can't give them too much love. You know the difference between Veterans Day, Memorial Day, and Armed Forces Day, do you? Well, I know. So Memorial Day is more, I think, about remembering our fallen loved ones. You're one for one. Who has have given. Mm-hmm. Um, and Veterans Day, I would assume, is to kind of honor everyone who has been in the military. All, all veterans, past and present, yep. dead or alive. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, you said Armed Services Ar- Day. Armed Forces Armed Day. Armed Forces Day. The, I'm not sure about that the, one. That's getting to be a bigger thing in May now. It is observed locally. Uh, okay. But Armed Forces Day, the, the Veterans Service Office, some of the veterans organizations do something at Manpower Park now. Armed Forces Day, the distinction between veterans and Armed Forces Day is, is it's active military, uh-huh. active military only. Gotcha. All right. So that's our that's our civics lesson now of the you day. Know. All right. Veterans Day at Wellston High School. Jeremiah was there. They do such a great job. It's the National Honor Society, I believe. Yes, they the do. kids actually have a big role in putting that together. He is going to talk about that, and then we'll switch to a couple of the community celebrations that we covered on Saturday. Love that. So just just real quick note, Veterans Day was on Saturday, but it observed on Friday. Yeah, so I'm glad you said it. So thank That's God, right. Yeah. Thank God Pete was here on Friday to talk about that because there was a big old uh, six cents brewing company, uh, argument that was about that long on the group chat about <laughs> when veterans day is. I'm like, it's Saturday. No, my wife's off work today. I'm like, it's being observed today because it's on the weekend. get off work, but no, right. it's yeah, Saturday. If, if you work certain places, it's Friday, Friday, it was so veterans day. What we did was honored veterans both days. So there you go. Yep. That's right. exactly and true. And that's okay. That's, that's true. <laughs> we, so sorry about that's sorry great. about saying Veterans Day was on Friday. It no, was actually fine. on Saturday. That yes, is, it was a little confusing. And that this is year very that. important to them. They're not going to switch days because of a work week. Yes, the eleventh has uh, significance. Yes, because it was when the armistice was signed in World War One. One. Right. All right. So back oh. to Jeremiah. Okay. Now that we've cleared all that up. Um, so I, I called in on Friday. Yes. We got to see a little bit um, before things got started. There uh, did a live stream from there. Yep. Um, of the whole entire program. It's always a nice program. I was telling Pete, I think the last time I was there was actually before COVID. Oh, wow. Um, so it was either 18 or 19 uh, was the last time I was there. And um, still a very nice program. I have several veterans from the community that show up. 
uh, for that program and they um, honor and recognize those folks. Um, I did send Dylan a handful of photos uh, to kind of show uh, that flag I always love that amazing. they have that giant American flag just draped that you know, from, is the, from the Raptors there in so the gym. Beautiful. Uh, so the program takes place inside the Wilson High School Gymnasium. And uh, it's brought to you by the uh, Wilson High School National Honor Society are the ones that put this together. And they're the ones that host it and uh, do all the work for it. Uh, here's a shot of the band uh, during one of their performances. They performed a few times during the program. So I believe cool. the also had a shot of the, I don't know if you had the choir or not, but there was a shot of uh, the choir that also performed. Um, they did a couple numbers as well. Wonderful. And um, if you just keep mousing through, Dylan, we'll, we can talk. So there's, uh, hey, there's old, old man. Yeah, old man uh, of rock and roll. Um, I will say, I was telling Pete, um, I was a little confused when they read his bio. Um, they read his bio and, you know, it talked about him being the old man of rock and roll and that he'd been in, what, radio for 20 years? Does that sound right? Uh, or was it longer <laughs> no, than that? A lot longer than that. Okay, so yes. I, we, we, we think maybe he submitted an old bio. <laughs> um to to them because it wrapped up by saying to this day Greg works as a host on Channel 15. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and when they announced that, I was scratching my head a little confused. So um, here's Mister <laughs> Mister Milliken uh, taking a lap around the gym. He had one of the um, uh, one of the little uh, flag twirlers for the uh, band um, start on one side of the gym gym with him, and uh -huh. he said, "I'm going to teach all you young folks something." He said, we're going to pretend that this is an American flag. Yep. And when we walk by, you need to stand as we walk by and, you know, Love salute that. salute the flag. So he took a trip all the way around the gym with this uh, young lady. And um, everybody stood and kind of saluted with their hand over the heart. That's so good. So uh, he made his trip around. Um, here's uh, John Stabler presenting the callers um, at the, I don't know if this was a starter. That he was either presenting or taking them away. I can't remember which one it is here. But uh, it was it was a it was a very nice program, and uh, I think this either either last year or this year was the first year that it had been open to the public again. Oh, love um, that! I know that during COVID it was kind of closed to the public, and I'm not sure if it was open to the public last year or not. Um, but I know for sure this year it was open to the public, and they actually brought all the kids down this year. So you had the kids from the middle school, the intermediate. And I believe you had the first and second graders from Bundy Elementary, As not the kindergarten. Be. I think the kindergarten got to stay in school. Very good. Um, uh, here's one of the one of the speakers. This is uh, Brandon Witt, uh, Corporal Brandon Witt. Um, he was in the Marine Corps and uh, did two two deployments. Um, one in 2008 and the other in 2010. Um, he uh, he gave a message, and uh, Mr. Milken had also gave a message. They were kind of the two guest speakers during Very the good. program, and um, I this is um, let me see here. I have the name here. This is Ivory Hems Tucker. Um, this was the taps that they do at the uh, close of the program. Uh, so one student was out doing the taps on the floor, and another student. Um, was in the stairwell doing the uh, other part of the taps. Cool. And uh, I don't know if do you have a picture of the, here's the 21 gun salute that they did outside the school. A uh, real cool photo that I captured there. 
um, you can see the um, the casings coming out of the guns if you really look at the picture there. I hope there weren't any birds flying by. I well, I think they're fakes. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no real, no, uh, no real bullets flying there. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's uh, always a neat shot when. Uh, no, that is really cool. You can get that 21 gun salute. That uh, the taps and 21 gun salute always kind of wraps up their program up there. Um, so that's uh, some other things that happened during the program. They did have um, some writing contest winners. Um, there was fresh freshman Jalen Downard. Uh, sophomore Zoe Russell. I don't have a picture of this, Dylan, so don't go looking for it. <laughs> Junior, um, it's uh, Adel, or let me see here. If Pete can help me on the word here. Aliyah? Aliyah, maybe? Aliyah. That's a guess. Okay, yeah, that's a guess. guess. We're going to go with that. Uh, junior Aliyah Khan, and then senior Dylan Hems, uh, Hems Tucker. Uh, were the winners for the writing contest. They had the opportunity to um, write for this um, contest to uh, express their gratitude to veterans. And they, the winners in each of the um, divisions for the you know freshman, junior, sophomore, uh, senior, got to read those uh, on stage. Cool. Um, according to this, some of the students read it, and then some, it looks like they were read by another student. So I don't know if maybe the student wasn't there. Okay. Or- or what? But they also did the um, during this uh, assembly. This was the 21st annual hmm. assembly that was held there at Wilson High School. They always have the um, Americanism um, winners as well. Amber Lewis, on behalf of the American Legion Post 371 Ladies Auxiliary, uh, got to do the announcement of the winners. They always have a boy and a girl for the Americanism winners. And I'll read those. You had sophomores, Taylor Green and John McGoggin. Uh, junior, Avery Fannin and Logan Wanderland. And then seniors, you had Han- Hannah Sowers and Jackson Montgomery were cool. the winners for that. And um, it's always a test that they do. And the kids, uh, you know, the kids take the time to do it. And um, So that's uh, basically a rundown of the program. Uh, the live stream is available for playback, so you can go back and watch that if you weren't there. I did have several awesome. people stop me on Saturday and thank me for live streaming that because either they couldn't be in attendance or yeah. um, maybe they were out of town. So they've gone the back. The power and, of technology. Yeah, been able to watch <laughs> watch that. So we'll we'll have a we'll have a story about the program along with some uh, key photos in um, future edition of the Telegram. Yes, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday by golly. Pete says Wednesday. Pete says Wednesday. By golly. By right. golly. I think. So. All right. Okay. So we'll pass By the baton. By golly, he thinks. Pass the baton back to you, <laughs> sir. All right. Well, thank you very much, Jeremiah. As always, does a great job uh, covering these events for us. Get some great pictures, oh, video, yes. and then we'll have uh, you know the substance, the meat, meat of it. Uh, they're in print on Wednesday. Yeah. And online, of course, thetelegramnews.com. Okay, we will move on to the Veterans Day programs that were on Veterans Day itself. That was, of course, the Wellston High School Assembly had to be on Friday because of school. Yes. Not being on Saturday. But uh, in Jackson, uh, as always, uh, the Veterans Day ceremony was at Veterans Memorial Park. Such a beautiful place. And that's the Jackson County Veterans Service Office and uh, other veterans organizations, mainly in Jackson, that are involved in that. They always put on uh, a great uh, a great program, and uh, it's um, 
it's a, of course, a perfect venue, the Veterans Memorial Park. That is so beautiful. It is. And, you know, you roll back to when that was started. Uh, Ron Speakman, yep. who, who now is uh, in the Carolinas. Yeah, he, uh, he, he left us. He, he was the one who, who made that happen. Many others, and, of course, many people stepped up to support it with the purchase of memorial bricks that oh, yes. helped pay for it. And, you know, there's still space for bricks now. You can still do that uh, uh, through the Jackson County Veterans Service Office. Uh, Mr. James Tolan, who was a veteran, is kind of overseeing that. But as far as the program goes, um, it was cool. It was crisp, but it was sun bleached. It was a beautiful program. And uh, Scott King, a United States mm-hmm. Marine veteran, a lot of folks know Scott, yep. Wellston High School graduate, now lives here in Jackson. There he is. He gave one of the better Veterans Day speeches that I can remember. I mean, cool. you know, they're all good. Uh, Arnold Tripp, who is the Jackson County Veterans Service Officer, always makes sure it's veterans that are doing the program. Makes completely. sense. Exactly. So, you know, when they speak about veterans, you know that they're speaking from the heart and from being in those shoes. Sure. And Scott was a, a Marine uh after his enlistment period, he actually went back uh, to the Middle East uh, in, a, as, in the private sector as a security manager. Yes. Very dangerous situation. He was in a very important job that he had for a number of years. He said he was lucky when he was enlisted that he dodged the bullet of warfare. And he said that's pun intended. You know, he wasn't in a war situation. However, he was in a situation where bullets were flying when he was that security manager situation. And, uh, of course, uh, he gave his the theme of his speech was he called showing up and he remembered his own military service. There were some scares when he was in uh, enlisted uh, when he was an enlisted man. (coughs) The Korean airliner was shot down by the Soviets. Mm -hmm. There was wartime tensions there, even though nothing uh, happened. There was the United States short, brief invasion of Grenada, uh, where the Marines might have been involved. There was Marines who were killed in a terrorist bombing in Beirut, Lebanon. Mm -hmm. All those things happened then. But he said he never was in a situation personally where there was, uh, you know, war happening. (coughs) Excuse me. But he... uh, he later was in a, in a situation where, uh, as the security manager, where that could have happened. And it was like he, he was a veteran then, and he was working with the military. Yes. And one of his quotes was, when he enlisted, here I was a kid far from home, but, and I was scared. But I, but I was also ready because I harbored a deep sense of American patriotism and love for my country. I was trained, and this was my duty. I showed up. So... Thank you, Dylan. But anyway, um, that's the way probably a lot of veterans feel, you know, different reasons that they enlist. But one of the reasons that they certainly do is, you know, love and service to their country. Because they are going to make some sacrifices for sure. And some, of course, make the ultimate uh, sacrifice. But... uh, here are the speakers uh, that that or, and participants that were in the program there uh, from left to right. Uh, you had um, veteran Deborah Fout, of course, the former dog warden. She uh-huh. was in the military. She gave the invocation and the benediction. You have Jackson County Veteran Service Officer Arnold Tripp. He organizes the program, but he ended up being the master of ceremonies uh, oh. due to some circumstances. He had to step up and do that. Arnold, I'll repeat myself again, 
He is going to retire next year. That's right. Uh, he expects probably to work into July. They're looking for a replacement now, and they'll work together there for a number of months. But uh, he has served in that position, I believe, for 20 years. And he is the one who is responsible, mainly at least, for these programs on Veterans Day and also Memorial Day. Then you have Jackson County um, Jackson County Veterans Service Commission members Jerry Gearing and Sunset Caldwell. Mr. Caldwell read a history of Veterans Day. You have uh, Bob Bragg, Robert Bragg, who is a, a member of the, of the Veterans Service Commission. <clears throat> and on the right, far right, you have, of course, Scott King, who was the keynote speaker. Also during the program, they laid a memorial wreath. Um, Sarah Edwards, who was with the AMVETS, did that, and uh, she is on the right with her is Mike Tripp. Mike Tripp uh, was a gentleman who helped her do that. As it's a big wreath there. He helped place it for her. Uh, that's a very symbolic part of that program. In the background, you happen to see James Tolan. He is the one who uh, is now in charge of Veterans Memorial Park, you know, coordinating the maintenance of it and also further development. So, you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a moribound thing. It can, there's still room for more bricks there. And uh, so once again, Jackson Veterans Service Office 2863004 is where you want to call or check online about, you know, how to do that. Uh, also, um, Mr. Tolan uh, showed something that was new. I hadn't heard about this. He called it a POW white table. Okay. And uh, there it is right there. Each element there is symbolic of something with the prisoners of war. There's a chair there, as you can see at the table that's empty. That symbolizes the prisoner of war who, of course, is not home where he should sure. be. Uh, the Bible shows the Christian faith that people must have, hoping that you know something will work out. There's a red rose on a vase on the table that shows uh, support for that veteran. There's a slice of lemon on the plate that's on the table, which symbolizes the bitterness of the situation. And uh, there's several other uh, elements there, and they're all symbolic. I had never mm. seen that before, and he actually had that table set up there cool. at Veterans Memorial Park. Uh, of course, the band was there, the Jackson Marching Army, and they add, uh, they add some real juice to yes. the proceedings. You know, it's solemn, but then they play the patriotic music, and you can just see you know, the expressions on people's faces as they are reminded of the sacrifices of veterans. And then you have some veterans that snap to when their service academy song is played because they play the national anthem at the beginning and then their musical selections are usually a medley of the service academy theme songs. Yes. And here is Camden Robinson playing taps. That's at the end of the ceremony. Camden uh, did the main taps and then... And then um, Madeline Parker was off to the side doing the echo effect. Okay. That is always part of TAPS. All right. And uh, so wonderful ceremony there at the DAV. They offered lunch to anyone who would want to show up there. Cool. So um, Scott King did something also. You know, he talked about how he showed up. Mm -hmm. at, the end, he, at the end, he made a point to say, uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for showing up today to honor and pay our respects to those who have showed up to serve our nation. So I think it means something to veterans when you see a good turnout. And there was at this ceremony, this program. And I think it means a whole lot to them. You know, you hear it 
to, to the point that it's almost a cliche, but it's important. If you tell a veteran that you appreciate their service, sure. it means something to them. Absolutely. It means something to them. Yeah. Just like, you know, when you give them a, a, when you give somebody a compliment, it means something to them. Yeah. Everybody likes to be appreciated and not of overlooked course. or forgotten. Yeah. So in Vinton County, there was also a ceremony, uh, a program. It was on Saturday morning as well. It was in front of the courthouse. Uh, this is another tradition. Once again, the Vinton County Veterans Service Office puts this together with the help of the VFW up there at MacArthur. Red Thompson Jr. was there uh, to cover it. And uh, here are some of the main participants. Uh, there you have uh, on, the, uh, on, the far, on the far left, you have uh, James Sawyer, who was the MC. He is a former judge and now still works in county government. He's an attorney and a retired U.S. Army captain. Uh, you have uh, Vicki Maxwell, who is the Vinton County Treasurer next to him. She read the casualty list. That is something they always do at the Memorial Day and the Veterans Day ceremonies. They have this list of everybody who has died in wartime action, Oof. who is from Vinton County all the way back. Maybe, I don't know whether it's the Revolutionary War or That's not. That's a but, long list. But it is a long list, yeah. and they read that every year. And Vicki Maxwell had the honor there. Then the young lady next to her is Abby Owings. She always sings the national anthem. I always respect anybody that does that. Because uh, yeah. That is not an easy <laughs> song to no. sing. You might be on target at first, and then you've got to go up and then back down. Yep. Don't uh -huh. ask me Lots to do of, that for yeah. sure. And then uh, there at the speaker stand is the keynote speaker, James Satori who was a uh, veteran. Uh, he was in Vietnam, and uh, he also was a former county commissioner. I believe uh, now he is at the Board of Elections. So the VFW hosted hot dogs and chili for everybody exact, uh, right after this ceremony. Sounds good so, to me. So uh, down in Hamden, we didn't even know that they were doing this until the weekend, but we did get it covered. Uh, don't have any pictures from there except maybe one. Uh, do we have the, the Bob Rogers picture, uh, Dylan? You see it. There it is. Bob Rogers was the Grand Marshal. They had a Veterans Day parade in Hamden. I oh, don't that's think, cool. I don't think that they've been doing this for very many years, but I tell you what, let's give props to the Hamden Fire Department. You know, they already do a lot of important service work in the community, but they do a lot of, of community service projects. Uh, for instance, they had a dinner uh, on Election Day. Um they do the Memorial Day Parade. Now they do the Veterans Day Parade. Uh, they do a costume contest at Halloween. Uh, they do bingo to raise money. Uh, it is a very, uh, a very civic-minded fire department like a lot of the other fire departments are in our local area. Sure. But uh, this was a couple of the scenes from uh, that uh, parade that was on Saturday. And we will be having coverage of that as well as uh, these Veterans Day programs that Jeremiah and I have talked about. Another thing on the veterans we want to mention, since we're talking about veterans, uh, this was something that the High Department of Natural Resources Division of Forestry did. We remember a number of years ago, Paul Haller was very instrumental in this, the hero hunt Yes, up at the Zaleski State Forest, where they still do that. And <laughs> there was a uh, many veterans that participated in that recent hunt. It was held on the weekend of October 14th and 15th in the Zaleski State Forest. Here are all wow. the hunters. Holy uh, moly. The concept here is great. These are, uh, many of them are veterans and they uh, have disabilities, you know, yeah. that, that would make it hard for them to hunt on their own. Well, they get the assistance of uh, people from the Division of Forestry and other volunteers, some 
from local veterans organizations have been involved in the past, and they give them a hunt where you know it's all them. They're, that is they're so in cool. the Zalesti State Forest, and it is a uh, it is a uh, it is an archery hunt, and uh, for white-tailed deer. And I don't know how they did, but I'm guessing that uh, up there in the Zalesti State I Forest, so. there were a few deer running around. Yep. All right. One thing we want to report on the hard news side, because uh, we're running out of time, is unfortunately we had a fatality-related crash in oh, no. Benton County. This happened on Thursday evening, late Thursday Uh-oh. evening. It was reported on Saturday morning. We do have it out online already, reporting it on the radio. But it occurred in Benton County on State Route 677. That would be to the east of MacArthur off US 50. 677, if you take a left off 50, it goes up to uh, Zaleski and in that direction towards Lake Hope. But uh, it occurred, uh, I think, three miles north of US 50. Uh, and it was a one-vehicle wreck. A young Chillicothe man, age 25, uh, his oh, name no. was Andrew Pettit, was driving his pickup truck. Occurred at 11.13 p.m., so, of course, it's nighttime. He was heading southbound. He failed to negotiate a curb. It, his truck went off the right side of the road, struck an embankment. He was flown to Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, but he was pronounced deceased there at the scene. road was closed for about one hour uh, you know, while uh, the emergency services people were on the scene, uh, at last report, the crash remains under investigation. But once again, that was just one, mm. just one it's person. So um, a lot of other things are happening, too. Later in the week, uh, you know, we'll give you some extra sports news. Uh, we'll talk about some of the things that are coming up on the Christmas side. Because I know. Can you believe it? It's like well, right around the corner. No, it's coming. It, it, is, it is right Oof. there. It is right there. A lot of the, it's like uh, we go from August to Christmas. So yeah, I don't know what yeah. happens in between. Yeah, we'll try to give you some details. But the bottom line is, it is now is a time in all four of our local locales uh, the Vinton County Fairgrounds, uh, the City of Jackson's Manpower Park, Pride Park in Wellston, and Central Memorial Park in Wellston. They're doing the trees right now. Um, there is still time to order a tree if you haven't done that. I know that uh, Ohilco, in the Ohilco Society in Wellston in particular, uh, has limited spots and it's been very popular in the past. And they put out a Facebook at the end of last week that if you want a tree, you better act. Better get so, it. So that is coming up. But at, at all those places now, you still have time to order a tree unless something's changed that I don't know about. Okay. Uh, in Vinton County, the Vinton County Junior Fair Board, of course, this is the second year they've done the trees at the yep. fairgrounds. Uh, they extended their deadline to this coming Friday, the 17th. Okay. So lots, uh, we've told you about a lot, lots more to tell you. Maybe we'll get into later in the week. That sounds great. Well, thank you guys for stopping by and and spending uh, your time with us. We greatly appreciate you. And again, um, great coverage of the Veterans Day ceremonies that that happened this weekend. Um, It's just so important that that people understand that that we appreciate the veterans. Right. And I tell you what, you know, I, you know, we do the coverage and all and everybody, you know, yeah, Veterans Day, Veterans Day. But if you're actually there at the ceremony and you hear these things, you hear the music, you listen to the people speaking, you see um, the somber faces of the veterans as they salute, um, you know, if it doesn't grab you, then something's wrong. You're 100% correct on that. Exactly. So, So. 
All right. Well, we'll let you guys get out of here and we're going to get out of here for the day. We thank you so much for tuning in and we'll be back here tomorrow. So have a great day. Enjoy that weather. Bye-bye.